get busy, girl, shake that booty, don't stop when the beat drip, just keep swinging it, get jiggy. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 33 of Deadbeat Sun, brought to you by Sean Paul. Remember Sean Paul, dude? He had a stranglehold on, on the music industry for a minute there, didn't he? Shake that thing, miss. Gonna gonna shake that thing, miss. Annabella, shake that thing, girl. Donna Donna, Jody and Rebecca, Jody and Rebecca, Miss Kana Kana, Miss Donna Donna, Annabella, Jody and Rebecca. Jody doesn't really fit in there with the rest of the kind of names, you know. You don't hear Jody. Jody is the name of my aunt, you know, who lives in like Minnesota. That's a Jody. Auntie Jody, you know, who lives, you know, whose husband is, well, Paul, not Sean Paul, but just Paul. Jody and Rebecca. Jody. Who the heck is named Jody? Um, I don't know, but I guess she can swing it and get jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it's gone too. No one's no one's getting jiggy anymore. They're just what are they even doing now? What do they even do now? Get crunk? That's gone too. Everyone's getting crunk. Uh, girl, shake that booty. Don't stop when the beat drop. Just keep swinging it. Get jiggy. Get jiggy, dude. Get jiggy with it. No, 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 no. See, it used to be people used to get jiggy. Now they just get sad. People used to get jiggy. Now they just get on antidepressants. I think that's what happened. Maybe, I might be out of line here, but maybe, you know, some of the mental health issues in this country, we could start to see some resolution if instead of just prescribing, you know, um, antidepressants and, uh, you know, ADHD medication, putting people on lithium, maybe we just tell, maybe the doctor just prescribes getting jiggy. I just, you know, my, my, my father left me and my mom and I would never been able to have a relationship. And the doctor's like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I think you need? Have you ever considered getting jiggy? And then you'd be like, oh, that's it. That's it. I just need to. It's so simple. It's, it was right in front of me this whole time. I just need to get jiggy. Um, originating from the jig, a popular dance, um, popular Irish dance. I think that's how it came about. People saw the Irish uh, dancing, doing a jig, and they thought, well, that looks cool. How would that look if it were some Latina chick at a club? You know what I mean? And then they kind of put a spin on it. And that's just what culture is. That's how people, that's evolution of culture, of people, of society. We just adopt different things, you know? It is, maybe it is cultural appropriation. Getting jiggy with it is appropriating the Irish settlers, you know? Um,. Where's the outrage? Where's the outrage, you know? Um, man, yeah, someone went in on me the other day about a joke. Um, who, 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 
Who gave you? Oh, so you think it's cool to make gay jokes? That's what the message said. So you think it's cool to make gay jokes? Who gave you permission to make gay jokes? Um, you know, and I could have said something, you know, I should have said something like, uh, well, if you must know, it was my priest when I was a child. He gave me permission when he, or my uncle gave me permission when he did that thing, you know, just like, just totally spin it and make them feel bad. That is a fun, that is a fun way to win an art, to, to win a, uh, a little spat back and forth is just say that you got, uh, you know, just bring up some really dark thing in your past that may or may not be true, but who cares? You know, what was nice about that, um, about when this person came at me, cause I screenshot it. I screenshot the messages and I put them on my story on Instagram so that people can see all the support and all of the things. And, uh, and uh, I got a nice outpour of uh, support from the LGBTQA plus IA plus community. Um, and a handful of them, you know, when they saw that, they go, hey, if you need it, I'll give you permission. I'm gay. I give you permission. There. Now what? You know? Or um, obviously a lot of people were saying, like, you don't need permission. Keep doing you. Keep doing your thing. It's just so great, man. Um, a lot of people wanted me to out the person who messaged me. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I just like to, you know, have fun with it. They went in on me. They called me ugly. They said it was like a, looked like a fish um, and a mosquito. They said it was a mos- looked like a mosquito, which, I mean, who gave you permission to make jokes about mosquitoes, you know? At least I can talk to gay people um, and, you know, can uh, interact with them and get um, an idea of what they think is funny and, and what they don't, you know, not all of them, but like a, some of them at least. You can't do that with mosquitoes. What are you going to do, ask a mosquito for permission? Nah. Can't do that. They're not talking. They're just trying to suck your blood. Um... Anyway, thanks for tuning in to episode 33 of Deadbeat Sun with your host Trey Lamb. Um, I was uh, I was on I was on on the road again last weekend. I was in Rexburg, Idaho. Hi, I'm in Rexburg. That's what it felt like, man. You know, these small towns, man, are. It's a and it's a small town. It's like what do people know about Idaho is Boise, right? Um, they know Boise, obviously, and that's pretty much as far as it goes for most people. Some people know, you know. I thought, and I'd, I'd gone out to Idaho to other places in Idaho to do gigs. Uh, Idaho Falls, which I had never heard of, and when I got there, I thought, man, this place is small, right? And uh, and then I went to Rexburg, which which is not even as big as that. You know, it's like if Idaho Falls is a town, then Rexburg is like a a what? I don't even know. It's a it's like a a settlement maybe. I I mean, dude, there was like you know, one street that had every it's everything was just on one street. You know, the hotel I stayed at was just, like, off the highway. It was in the middle of nowhere, dude. Um, 
you know, people in small towns, I like, I like the, the shows were fun. I had to be super clean, uh, which I can do. I don't mind doing, um, cause that's what small town people kind of need. I like people in small towns, you know, cause, uh, they don't ask for much, you know, they don't. Uh, and even if they did, what, what are you gonna, you're not going to get it. You know what I mean? So I like that about them. Um, did the show. It was fun. Um, they had, uh, I found out when I got to the gig, it was in this nice theater too, small little theater, but very nice couple hundred seat theater sort of deal. Um, they had at the beginning of the show, cause I was just opening. I was just an opener doing about 25 ish minutes up top, you know? And I talked to the, the producer, the guy who runs it, before the show I go hey man how much time you know do you want me to do up top and he told me oh well we're gonna have this improv group do about 20 minutes in front of you at the top of the show and I went huh said, yeah there's an improv group uh, a local improv group from the university they're gonna do they're gonna put on a th- do something and I thought okay great. This won't be terrible at all. Right. And, uh, lo and behold, it was like, dude, improv has got to be, I mean, like what a just sorry excuse for comedy or entertainment. God forbid I call it an art form. I've seen improv done well once, and it's a show called Whose Line Is It Anyway? Every other improv attempt at it is just the most, ugh, God, it just, it just doesn't end, and then when it does, they got a new game, it's all games, they're playing, they're playing games, dude, they're on, they're on stage playing games, it's any game, alright, it's just so void of like responsibility, you know, cause when you're on stage as a comedian telling jokes, you know, it's like, okay, I've, you know, tried these out or I'm trying these out. And, but the point is, it's the stuff you've taken time to create. And, you know, if it, if it works great, if it doesn't work, it's on, it's on me usually whether I, you know, uh, chose the wrong joke for that kind of crowd or it's just not that funny or it's just a total miss. Maybe it's not done yet or maybe it's just like I just don't even know what I'm talking about. But it's on me at the end of the day. Improv, people who do it have have found a way to uh, bomb on stage and not feel any responsibility for it. For you know, for not being funny, they're playing. They're just like, dude, it's oh, it's so pretentious, man. To think like, well, I'm, we're just gonna go play games and have fun, and we're just so naturally, you know, funny and witty and silly that you know, that it's just gonna happen. It's probably just gonna happen, you know. You put us together. You give us a good, t- give us a, some topics. Give us a place that you work, 
or a freaking non-geographical location and let the hilarity ensue. And you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't ensue. It's just a bunch of 20-year-olds. I don't even know what they what they think, man. Well, I just told you I think what they think. It's just a bunch of it's just a bunch of grown children just having fun. Nah, it's playing games in front of a live audience playing games. One of them one of one of the improv people and I'm sorry if any of them see this, but one of them had their kid with them. They had their newborn, it was like a four-month-old baby, and she just had it at the show. Not only did she have it at the show, have it backstage, she had it on stage. Look, man, I grew up with a single mom. I've had to go to work with her. I've had to, you know, she was a radio DJ. I've had to go to the radio station you know, at the wee hours of the morning or late at night, I've slept there. I've gotten ready for school at mom's work. I get it. Sometimes you got to do it. But here's the difference. My mom was getting paid to do it. It was her job. It was how she provided for us. Is how she put food in my lunch, you know? It wasn't just her taking me, hey, I'm going to go do this thing that's kind of fun. I'm not making any money, but I just have fun doing it. So you're going to come and you're just going to sit there while I do it. They had a baby on stage, dude. So while mom is playing her playing games, this baby is sitting on stage, on stage in front of like 150 people under the bright lights and it's like, Bright lights, darkness, and just noise coming at you. And, 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 and the baby was not psyched about it. <sighs> Who saw that? What? The baby's not psyched about it. Baby starts getting fussy. And what does the mom do? She keeps playing, man. She just keeps playing her games, dude. I'm not saying that the mom shouldn't have fun. I'm saying that the mom shouldn't be doing improv. Okay? Saying she shouldn't be doing improv with her baby on stage. Baby starts getting fussy. Right? And so while mom's playing her games, this baby's like starting to cry. And you just got this like 19-year-old dude who's just like kind of bouncing it. Yeah, you're okay. This guy's no idea what he's doing, man. He's just, yeah, you're all right. You're all right. And then they and then the baby's still getting pissed off. So then they had brought in another guy, just the same guy, pretty much, comes on, sits next to him, and it's just like kind of, yeah, at the baby. It's like, bro, give it a bottle, give it a hug, give it a pass up, something, please, for the love of. So then the baby just starts like freaking out. It just starts like crying, legit crying. So they just take it backstage. And the dudes, I was, I saw him take, he was holding the baby all weird, like, you know, like he's presenting it. Like he just, Uh, the baby was crying, man. I, I think it's because it was the first time that that baby realized that it's mom did improv 
and it's a lot to handle, I imagine. I don't know how I would react if I found out my mom was doing improv. If I just, like, this baby is just figuring out consciousness and, like, being in the world, right? So I can only imagine the, 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 the turmoil that is going through, being like, no, this is, this is what she does? Oh, no, mom does improv? Oh, no, right? And then starts freaking out. Um, just if you're thinking about doing improv, just do it quietly in your home. Don't put people, don't subject people to this, man. Um, and, uh, that's pretty much how that went, man. It was not a lot of, uh, I mean, people were laughing, but I think they were just kind of like being nice. Um. What? That's not a that's not a weed whacker. It's a golf club. Oh improv. It's just Yeah, they say that there's this like few people kept telling me, Oh yeah, don't like comedians and improvers hate each other, isn't there like some big beef between it's like No man, that sounds like shit that improv people would say, you know? It's comedians. I feel like we just don't care about them at all. We don't, you know. There's not a lot of like to have a to have like a beef means like at least part of it means that there there's some implications of like you know uh, equality. You know what I mean? Like as in like we're both kind of doing this thing, but I don't like how you do it. You don't like how I do it. It's not that comedians just don't care about them and we don't we just we just think it's a I don't know I can't speak for every comedian I can speak for myself and everyone that I've talked to about it um yeah just we just don't it's not like oh they're doing comedy wrong it's like they're just doing a different thing that isn't fun to watch so people were laughing they were laughing when they weren't supposed to they were laughing I mean you know um, I guess that's all that matters, that people had a good time, right? That's all. Laughing at the wrong time is one of my favorite things to do, though. You ever just get in a real tense situation? Or, or, or better yet, saying the wrong thing at the right time. It's one of my favorite things. You ever get in a real, like, tense, tense situation? Like a difficult... You ever get in like a real, real tense, real tense situation or like a difficult conversation? Things are all like, you know, all weird and like, oh man, you know, somebody's mad at you about something or whatever. And I just got that, I got that thing in me, man, where I recognize the, uh, the tone I recognize the emotions and I just want to, I just, I just want to poke, man. I just think of things and it's, it's, you know, sometimes the actual, sometimes I'll do it. Sometimes the actual thing isn't the best joke, but it's also the fact 
that you're making a joke in the worst time to be making one. That's what I like. Someone's telling you, you know, someone's telling you about, um, you know, someone's telling you about a family member who's dying. And then part of me just wants to, you know, say something like, well, good. They're a piece of garbage. I don't know. I don't know. You know, like someone's telling me about their, you know, someone's telling me about their mom who's in the hospital and it's not looking good. And I want to say something like, well, could you at least tell her to text me back, you know, or there's just, I don't know, man, there's just something in me. I got that dog in me. I just want to, I just, I always want to say, sometimes I just want to say something, not only, not just because it's, it's funny, but because it's so, it's so not okay to say it in that moment. That's what makes it funny to me, you know? And it's, it's troublesome. It's got me into some trouble for sure. Yeah. It's upset people. I probably lost friendships over it. Oops. You know, what am I, what do you, uh, Oh no, I don't think I'd be good in the military for that reason, man. Everyone takes things so seriously in the military. That's like the whole thing. It's like, it's all serious stuff, man. People are screaming at you. Where's your freaking you know, belt buckle and your, your pants are askew or something like that. And then I'm just trying not to giggle. I got to, you know, why are your, your pants are too high? Well, maybe because you're turning me on. I don't know. Like it's just, man. And then with that, even if it does get, even if it does get like a, a, a lame react, not a good reaction from the other people, who heard it, that's kind of funny too, that's the problem, man, that is my problem, is they'll even go like, you know, I make this joke, my mom's in the hospital, it's not looking good, I'm like, well, that's still no excuse for her to not text me back, um, and then, you know, people around who hear it, they go, oh, Jesus, man, jeez, why would you, that's funny too, is just how uncomfortable people get. People getting uncomfortable is kind of funny to me. Not like real uncomfortable, like they've been, you know, um, they're, they were in an earthquake and they're buried by, or a building collapse and they're getting buried. Um, you know, I probably wouldn't make a joke about that. I don't know, maybe though, I haven't even been in that situation, but it has, so I, I think, I, I don't know if I need to work on that or not. Um, but uh, it's it's definitely costing me relationships, you know. Um, and I could be I don't know I need to find I need to find the balance between like, hey man that's just that's just how how I roll that's just how I am and then also like recognizing that it's like hmm, maybe it's not a great quality. Um, I don't know man I don't know how far it's gonna go how much trouble it'll get me into. Um, it's gotten some comedians in a lot of trouble. Some like Ari, that's his like whole thing is to say like the worst thing when people die. I get that now. I get it now. I used to be like, why could you Dude, now I get it, bro. It's like, there's just a little bit in me that just wants to, just to, just to kind of see how everyone's doing. Um, I don't know. Let me know if you've experienced something like that as well. If you know what I'm talking about, 
if uh, if it's gotten you in trouble. I know my buddy, a buddy of mine was actually in the military, and that was his, it was his biggest problem was that uh, he's just giggling, giggling at his staff sergeant, giggling at his freaking commander. Um, I don't know how you know. I don't know how to. St- Let me know if it if I should stop it, uh, or if I should just keep that dog in me. Uh, or, uh, and then also, yeah, write in, uh, about your thoughts about improv. And, uh, again, if, if anyone from that improv team sees this, I'm sorry, but not really. Uh, it's just kind of how I feel. It's how a lot of people feel. Um, they're fine. Ki- they're fine people. I'm sure it's just improv is bad to do right it's just a not it's just not a good thing to do so um but yeah write in deadbeat some podcast at gmail.com about improv about laughing at the wrong time and uh i've got merch drop is going to be coming um next week stay tuned for that i'm doing a photo shoot i've got all the different um pieces that i want to include and then um and then I'll do a whole thing about it. You can get it at the web, and you'll be able to get get it at the website treylam.com. And uh, yeah, uh, I think that's gonna do it for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Um, this week, this weekend, I'm with Dan Soder. That's gonna be a lot of fun um, doing shows with him. He's like legitimately like top three all time for me. So that's really cool. And uh, So I'll let you know how that goes. Look out for the merch. Stay tuned for dates. Watch the clips. Share the clips. um, And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.